0: Hey, welcome to this episode of Coming Out, a podcast focusing on Christians in the homosexual community. I'm your host, Scott Rasko, and let's begin this journey together. So today we're going to be talking about pride, because we're coming up on the end of Pride Month, and it's important for us to understand what pride is and what pride is not. And so many people have a very negative context of what pride is, especially those who are coming from a more conservative background. And whether they're living a life in the LGBTQ community or they're just living as a person who continues to live and act and and remain in the closet. And so today, this is going to be our main focus, so we can better understand how we can find pride in ourselves, in our life, in our lifestyle. It also helps us to better understand who we are as individuals, as well as find who we are in the world. Pride is always a very important thing, and it's easy for others to have pride in what they do and what they connect with. As a Texan, I have pride in my Texas history. The fact that we as Texans have a long history of our willingness to stand up for what we believe in, our willingness to be a Texan and... I don't know. There's just a lot that goes along with that. We think of the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. We think of San Jacinto. We think of our freedom from Mexico. Think of the fact that Texas is the only state that was its own nation at one point. Texas has also been under six different flags, including that of England and France and Spain and Mexico, United States, its own union. Uh, It was also a Confederate state at one point. So we see all of these different things that Texans are proud of. We also look at the nation of the United States and we see patriots, people who are proud to be an American, who stood up for the freedom of the United States. We see people in the military who are still today standing up for what they believe in. All of these areas are so important to us as a Christian, I am proud to be a Christian. I'm I'm proud to stand up for who I am and what I am. As a father, I'm proud to be a father. I'm proud to have my children. I want to be a part of their life. And it actually controls a lot of the things that I do and, and the connection that I make and the fact that someday I hope to find a guy that I can marry and spend my life with. But I have to also remember that... I have children that it will affect greatly. Pride is something that we all have in one form or fashion, something that we have that can be a good thing or a bad thing. However, when it comes to pride of who we are in the homosexual community, the LGBTQ plus community, our pride is commonly looked down upon. And what makes it even worse is our pride is commonly looked down upon even in our own community. Shortly after I came out and I ended up getting a a different vehicle, I chose to go ahead and put a rainbow across the top of my back window And add some different things like coexist, because I truly believe that that's what God wants us to do. Uh, As well as I add a flag down to the bottom of my bumper and different things because I'm proud of who I am. I spent my entire life, as we found out in episode one of this series, that I spent my entire life hiding who I was. Hiding Everything about who I am as a person, as a gay man. I didn't have pride to be me. If you've ever seen the movie uh, about the man who created the Barnum & Bailey Circus... Or Barnum. And one of the songs in that musical is actually sung by the woman who played the uh, Bearded Lady. It's an incredible song. And if you've ever gone on YouTube and actually looked up the song and how she went through and sang the song for the group for the first time. And it's such a powerful, powerful... It's just a really powerful song and performance to watch. In the video, they actually show her going in and and she's kind of timid at first. She's withdrawn. But as soon as she begins singing the song and and just truly belting out this powerful message about us coming out and being who we are. And and it wasn't even talking about homosexuality, but talking about these characters, these freaks as they call them. Some of them were individuals who were very overweight. Some of these were individuals such as the Bearded Lady. Some of them were individuals who were very small. Some were people who had piercings and tattoos and others had others were albino, others were from places in Africa where they had markings and and cuttings and and just it, it was so amazing to see these people in the movie as they were. They were learning that they weren't freaks, that they could be who they are. But in the video on YouTube, when she begins to sing this song for the first time in front of the whole group, she moves from this very timid mouse-like person to this person of boldness, and it's, it's such an awesome, awesome experience to watch. And what's interesting is when we look at the coming of the Holy Spirit, which actually is represented by the day of Pentecost, which actually falls during the month of pride, in many cases, sometimes it falls in May, but most of the time it's June-ish. We see that the church goes through this major revelation, this major revolution, rather, where they are very timid and withdrawn. But Jesus had told him in the book of Acts, he says, I, or he says rather, that tarry there until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. For you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. And when they become witnesses, they go from being this timid, withdrawn people to this people that is 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 strong, and these people that, that come out and, and preach the gospel, the good news, the message of Jesus Christ to the world, that they, they see changes in people's lives, they see adaptations in things that had always been that way forever. And now they're standing up and standing strong. They're coming against the hierarchy of the Jewish nation and against the hierarchy of the Roman nation. Ultimately, they're sent out, spread out through all the world during the dispersion. And they take this message, instead of hiding it as it was what they believed would happen, they take this message and it's spread out amongst all the nations. And today we still see many of the same type of witness throughout the world. Now looking at that in pride, or from the outlook of pride, as a homosexual Christian, I was never able to have pride in myself. But now that I finally decided I'm no longer going to hide in the closet with all of the other junk and trash that we shove in, with the skeletons in the the darkness, but instead I'm coming out of the closet in a place of light and service. I moved from a place of fear anger and depression and guilt and shame and the list goes on and on and on to a place of truly having pride for who I am. And that is why this month is so important to us. Okay, so it is best for us to start by looking at what pride is not. Pride is not a way for the homosexual community, the LGBTQ plus community, to force Christians, straight people, and whoever else to accept who we are in our agenda. It is very easy for individuals in the homosexual community to treat pride as a celebration to force others to accept us. And we see that a lot in society as a whole, that people stand up for the purpose of trying to force others to accept them so they go out and they make themselves very accessible for the world to see, and they push things, and they press it, and they they do this so that everyone will see and acknowledge them and say, hey, you're here, and you're doing this, you're doing that. But that's not the purpose of pride. And while throughout time, there have been certain types of riots and groups that stood strong and protested for that purpose, there was a specific reason of their protest, and pride is not a protest. Instead, pride itself is a way of acknowledging who we are and finding pride, happiness, in who we are. Recently, though, there was a drag march done uh, and there was a pride activity fellowship. Uh, it was a 21 second clip that was circulating over the weekend, uh, I believe on June the 27th is when the circulation was done, and this was demonstrated on, like, news, um, on several news broadcasts, NBC News and places, where people from the Pride community, especially the drag community, were going through chanting things like... uh, chanting things such as, We're coming for your children. And they were following... The we're here, we're queer, we're, and we probably all have heard that that mantra before, we're here, we're queer. Um, in this case, they were also saying we're coming for your children. And it was in protest or in reaction to the continued pressure from churches and organizations against the drag reading and and things in different communities. Sadly, they were undoing and undermining the whole LGBTQ plus message. And in many ways, they were attacking back and instilling fear to individuals, and they're actually propagating this, this fear of saying, You're right. We are coming for your children, and that's the problem, because that's not the message. That's not the goal. We complain because people go through and say, oh, well, all gays. I mean, I could take that a lot deeper with another word. People go through and say all they are are pedophiles. My ex actually has problems with my kids coming to my house, even though my divorce decree says they have every single right to come here. She doesn't want them here because she believes that I'm going to allow men to come into my house and molest my children because that's what gay guys do. Because that's what she's been lied to and taught to believe through the many things that she believes in her own personal belief system. She's heard it preached. She's heard it taught. She's heard people say it. It's just something that she's developed over the past 38 years of her life. And so when the homosexual community, when the LGBTQ plus community goes through and does things stupid and doesn't use their mind and turns pride into some type of parade of showing ignorance, they're not doing anything better than these ignorant non-LGBTQ plus community members who have put pressure on us as community members and individuals who have lived our life and who are now finally having the opportunity to step out and be who we are. And so pride is not a protest to try to force people outside of our community to accept us. And in the same way, pride is not our... Goal to make Christians, conservatives, whomever, accept the homosexual agenda. But that's what many people tell others. That's what many Christians tell other Christians. That's what many pastors tell other churches. That's what many ministers on the radio and on the TV tell those around them. It's what they preach, that's what they say, that's how they act, because it instills fear in the small-minded, closed-minded individuals that they work with. And if they can instill fear, they're going to continue to control and manipulate those individuals that they're working with. Now, you may say, well, how do you know this? And why are you sitting here talking bad about the church? And I'll tell you right now, I'm not talking bad about the church. I'm not talking bad about Christians because the whole purpose of this broadcast and this podcast program is to help Christians who are homosexual come out of the mindset that we have always had because we have been told that we are awful, horrible, disgusting degenerates abominations before God and we didn't come to believe that on our own now the crazy thing is we didn't come to believe this idea that we are an abomination before God by ourselves we didn't just wake up one morning and say oh I'm an abomination we came to believe that because people told us that's what we were so so pride in and of itself has nothing to do with us attempting to push people to believe like we believe to trust us in a different way and because so many people have pushed and pushed and pushed against the lgbtq plus society and community it's become very easy for us to want to push back and so members of our community have done so and done some really dumb things in an attempt to attack back So if pride is not about trying to push a way of thinking and a a belief system on those who don't believe it, if pride is not an attempt to make others trust and listen and understand, and if it's not an attempt to protest against oppressive, nature of other people and society, then what is pride? Pride is actually an action that we're doing. Because we have been in such a place of darkness, a place of hidden light, a place of being lost in our own depression and guilt. We find ourselves lost in such a place that we can't feasibly see how to get through. And so pride is about us coming forth and saying, I'm no longer choosing to live in this moment. I'm no longer choosing to follow this path that I've always followed based on what people have told me I was, based on what people have Rejected me. I am no longer choosing to bow down to the things that I've always bowed to. Instead, I'm choosing to be me. I'm choosing to follow the path that I feel that I'm supposed to follow. And we don't celebrate... Our pride in ourselves, we don't celebrate our pride in who we are and in our community, we don't celebrate these things because we want to just. Force our thoughts and our process and our beliefs and our understanding on others, we celebrate it because we have been hidden. For so long. That it's time that we come out and say, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I've always been. So recently, during Pride Month, they set up a group of flags. And I may have spoke about this in a previous episode, but in our church service, they set up a group of flags that had things like the trans flag and flag for the overall LGBTQ and and, and focus just on homosexuality and other types of, of gay flags. And I went in and told them, I'm actually sad because we have all of these other flags that represent all of these other parts of the LGBTQ, but we don't have the bear flag. And someone replied to me, well, why... Does that matter? What does that flag mean to you? What does that flag have to do with your pride? And so let me let me explain for just a moment. So outside of the normal array of LGBTQ flags and color arrays there are three other flags that tend to mean things that are more of a physical, sexual type side. There is the bear flag, which is more of the brown, yellow, orange, black, white, I don't remember all of the colors, and it has a paw print in the corner there is the leather flag which is going to be your blue white i believe red black and then there's like the pup type flag which is a combination of the leather flag and then a dog bone looking flag i mean the dog bone looking emblem and these as i said are more of a sexual nature and so many people don't equate them as being a legitimate type demonstration of basically of of the LGBTQ um, understanding and, and nature. And so when this individual asked me, well, why, why is that important? What does that mean to you? Why is that a emblem of pride? I thought for a moment because, yes, I I understand those things are typically not seen as, you know, that we have the gay uh, flag that represents anyone that is attracted to someone of the opposite sex. We have the flag representing a person who is transitioned from male to female or from female to male or we have those things. But these other things are primarily for a subset of those, basically. And so I thought for a moment, and I said, well, this is the thing. I lived my entire life as a man who, in myself, was very inhibited, very self-hating, A man that was always very self condemning, always had a beard, always had, you know, hairy chest, because those are things that were just part of my nature. But more than that, I was always attracted to other guys that had similar type nature, similar type body. But for me, I was always ashamed of who I was and so now as a gay man who's come out those symbols those parts of me those things actually stand as pride that symbol of the bear flag stands to me as a symbol of my pride in who I am and who I finally realize I can be. Because now I'm no longer ashamed of being a burly guy. I'm no longer as ashamed anyway of being a little heavy set. Those things represent for me a level of pride from where I came from to where I am today. And this individual replied back and said, I really like your answer. And I went, um, found a place that had the flags and I bought a couple because we had two different sets and I added one to each one. They may not match exactly with the size, but the point was for me, those are emblems of Me learning to accept myself for who I am. And that acceptance and that level of pride is something that grows on a daily basis. And the more I find other people that respect me and that show me that I'm okay like I am. That I don't have to be this thin, muscular, athletic guy or this person that everybody flocks to because of has a great personality, or this person that has the perfect hair, the perfect eyes, the perfect body weight. Do you know there's some people out there that they list their perfect type of of guy as being height and body mass proportionate? So basically, they are saying that they want a guy who basically has the perfect height to body weight ratio. And they don't want anybody else. And basically, they're living an illusion. I mean, because you're not going to find a person that truly has that, that ratio. And what's amazing is... A lot of those guys that want that that perfect person are actually not anywhere close themselves. But I digress. These things of pride for me are important because I have come from so far where I used to be to where I am today. And I still have so much more to go. I still have so many things that I I need to continue to work on and need to continue to push through. But most importantly, I'm learning that it's okay. It's okay that people don't like who I am. It's okay that sometimes people say hateful and angry things at me because they don't like the fact that I am no longer living the life that I used to live. And, you know, sadly, it's okay that I don't walk around apologizing to everybody for every little bit of pain they feel due to the fact that I have made the choice to stand up and be myself. So this year, as we wrap up Pride, as we finish up the last part of the month of Pride, I want you to remember that you have the chance to be you. No one else can make that choice for you. No one else can make that decision to remain in the closet or to remain hidden or to remain packed down and and overtaken by fear and anger and aggression. But instead, you have the choice to accept who you are and begin developing a love for you. So I hope this year, your Pride Month, your moment of true self-reflection and pride, has not only come out to make you a better person, but has helped you to grow stronger in your own confidence, and believing who you are. Now let's continue this journey and this walk together.